Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Tiffany here from Swish, and I want to talk about being a problem solver. In my classroom, I'm always telling my equal firsties to be problem solvers. In first grade, that's one thing, but in adult life, it's a whole other. It can be really difficult to train your brain to go into a problem-solving mode. Maybe you don't even know where to start. It's a challenge that we all face in life. But when you learn to better help your brain find solutions, it's truly a great feeling. And if you've ever been thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. BetterHelp is convenient, it's accessible, it's affordable, and it's all online. And on top of that, they match you with a therapist just by filling out a brief survey. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com swish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash swish. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. The Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 82 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. I'm Katie. And I'm Jeff. <laughs> can't. And this episode is sponsored by Whitney Westcott. Thank you, Whitney. Thanks, Whitney. Thank you. Thanks. I was wondering why you were saying Whitney Westcott before we started. <laughs> I'm like, where did you even get that from? From the episode. I didn't read it. That's why. All right. But thanks. Today we will be discussing Chapter 12 of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, the Tri Wizard Tournament. So make sure that you have read the chapter. And you're ready to... I'm running out of dives and stuff. Swan dive? Cannonball. I've cannonballed before. You you should Mm. just say, um, slip into the Goblet of Fire with us, because we're going to read about... I bet it's toasty in there. It's probably toasty. All right, well, we'll go into the cup. (laughs) (laughs) Before we begin, Megan has... Next thing, you should just be like, we're going to crawl into the details. (laughs) (laughs) Megan has weekly profit. Megan. All right. I haven't said that in a while. (laughs) (laughs) Weekly profit news is that USAopoly has announced a new line of Harry Potter products, including the first official Scrabble set and more coming out later this year. The Scrabble set, like really all the Harry Potter about it, is the fact that they've used the letters to spell (laughs) wizard and owl on the cover. And then it says Harry Potter on the board. But you know what? I'll probably buy it because that's how I roll. Yeah, but I bet you have Scrabble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I bet you don't mm. earn regular points. I bet you earn house points. Probs. Okay, so just saying. I probably not. Got to get it. just make my own board, if anything. Um, and then also they're going to have cooler. another game coming out that is kind of based off of the Harry Potter Hogwarts battle game, like that deck building game. It's going to be called Harry Potter Defense Against the Dark Arts, and it's a two-player competitive deck building game. Let me tell you guys, that Hogwarts battle game is fun. Okay, yeah. so I've been invited to, she's the art teacher at my school, and she's like, you got to play this, you got to play this, you got to play this. It's really fun. And I haven't yet. 
But I don't know if I would be into something like that. It's like it takes a minute to get into it. Like how long, say hmm. you're going to sit down and play. Oh, I mean, you is could. Is it like never ending? You have to like. No, stop. you could. You could potentially play for hours and hours and hours because you could just keep going to the next years. Mm. But like to do one year, like the early ones, maybe like 30 minutes. It's not like oh, a D&D like situation. An maybe an hour. Give yourself an hour no, to do it. No, it's not like D&D. Oh. No. Okay. It's really fun though. It's not it Monopoly can be long. Really long, but if you want to stop I after to think the about first Monopoly year for a second, I was like um, Monopoly. I will not play with Marty. He's not fun to play Monopoly because all he does is win. No, you know what? <laughs> Playing Monopoly with Marty and Bridget horrible. He loses all his money, and she keeps all her money because she doesn't really play. Like they're, I just he, don't he like. Constantly, will, he'll buy everything, and she doesn't buy anything, and then gets all the money because. She has all the property. It's just they're that's just, how you play it. But uh, I hate playing with them. They're <laughs> no, just, they're not. They're, you don't like, understand. It's not fun. Like they're it's not, not fun. Yeah, they're it's not, not a fun, fun way to play. And then playing life with them, I'd always make the joke like anyone life. wanted to play life. I'm like I'm playing it right now, right every day. <laughs> they <laughs> they also teased oh, a third one, but they didn't give us any details. Mm-hmm. But they said another game. Will Wait, be, is there a clue? It's going to be a cooperative oh. game that will be launched later this year. Cones of Dunshire? Oh, do you know what I'm talking about? Isn't that from uh, Parks and Rec? Yes. <laughs> I really need to watch that show. He did it when yeah. he like had no, um, he like no did job, he quit his yeah. job or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, That's an enjoyable show. So many people are going to love that reference. I love, you are um, what's his face? And I can't think of his name. Good call. All right. Ron Swanson. Mm-hmm. He's just so funny. Give me Is all the Anchorman? bacon and eggs you have. No. no. That's oh. Ron Burgundy. Oh. Listen, I'm going to... You have homework. <laughs> the episode The episode that was on today, he um, was listening <coughs> to his music because he didn't want to listen hear people complaining. And he goes like, whoever, I think Andy maybe, he's like, he put all of my records onto this rectangle. And it was an iPod. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so good. Is your throat okay? Yeah, I'm just dying. Okay. Cool. Let's move on to the recap. Whoa. <laughs> oh, my God. Turn your volume down. <laughs> Too late. My bad. All right. First day of school. Here we go. We're ready First to learn to get some knowledge. First day of school. You ruined my quote. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was, it was finding school. Nemo, wasn't it? Yeah. Back That's what I was trying school. to do, too, but you did it. To Correct. prove to Dad. Get out. You ruined my intro. I'm not, not a fool. <sighs> I got my lunch. <laughs> So, do it again. Do it again, Katie. Nope. Do please. Nope. But it's good. Do First it. First day of do school. Here oh my we gosh! Go. Stop <laughs> it. Do it for real. We're ready to learn. To get some knowledge. No, do the whole thing together. No. So, Should we edit this? Yeah. <laughs> Never. It's fine. So, Arthur gets called away to tend some. Out of hand dustbins at Mad Eye Moody's place, and Mrs. Weasley is left to take the whole crew to King's Cross all on her own. <laughs> mm. So the taxi drivers are annoyed. Ron's especially annoyed because everyone keeps talking about something that's going to be happening at Hogwarts this year, but they won't say what. Even Malfoy seems to be knowing what's going on. <laughs> um, we learn about some other wizarding schools and how they keep hidden, and then it's out into the pouring rain to head up to the castle. So that's cool. What I said to Tiffany with this summary, one, it's not funny. Like, I wanted to just say a line, but I gave you a little bit more than that. <laughs> so they get to Hogwarts just in, um, wow, words can't come out of my mouth. 
just to get even more wet once inside, because good old peeves. Mm-hmm. So Harry finally gets to see a sorting besides the one that he was actually involved in. Hermione finds out how they actually get the food to the table and is not happy about it. And then, you know, they found out what everyone was, like, alluding to beforehand. Um, and they get to see who the new DADA teacher is. If you don't know what that is, it's Defense Against the Dark Arts. Get with he the was notes. a little moody, a little late to the party. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, all right. Shot. Okay. Huh. I just wanted to start out by reading from the chapter. Just no, thank you. Through the gates, flanked with statues of winged boars, and up the sweeping drive, the carriages trundled, swaying dangerously in what was fast becoming a gale. God, that's bad. That's wind. some freaking good that's some weather. That's some great descriptions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Get their knowledge. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Harry was, um, oh, wait, hold on. I looked up something. <laughs> Mythology. Are you talking about the winged boars? <laughs> yes, the wild boar. I talked boar. about this in the last um, season, I guess. But go on. Well, this is this season. Let's talk about that. Okay, so I was like, what? Boars? I'm glad that you listen to me when I talk. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> there are winged boars. So I looked up what that meant. What does it mean, Tiffany? It means pigs can fly. <laughs> Just kidding. But honestly, when pigs can fly, magic happens, right? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of funny. Um, <laughs> it just says that uh, there wasn't wild really ton boars. Of information out there was there? Uh, they have swift feet and sharp tusks. Yeah. Surprisingly shy. I kind of envision them like uh, Pumbaa, but with wings. Yeah, <laughs> like the unicorn I mean, of Pumbaa. It's the yeah. wild ancestor of the, of the yeah. common pigs. He is considered a boar, isn't he? I'm pretty sure he is. I feel like it's like a warthog. A boar. I think he calls himself a boar in one of the songs they sing. Who does He's what? a warthog. But you think he says boar. Oh, but I think they're like in the warthog. same... They're in the same family. family. Yeah. Like the cousins. Yeah. So it just says that there's a lot of um, Celtic and Anglo-Saxon helmets that bear the boar and crests. Doesn't the O'Malley crest have a boar? Yeah. Yeah. That's the only thing on the, the crest of O'Malley. Okay. Um, Are you a clan? Mm-hmm. In Beowulf, the Anglo-Saxon epic, bearing its name, went into battle with a boar head. So that was pretty cool. Good times. Yep. There's a lot about, like, boar hunts and stuff. I would not call that a boring section. You're welcome. (laughs) There's also something about Merlin here. It says, another story relates how Merlin, driven mad with grief when his men are slaughtered in battle, finds refuge in the... Catalonian forest and he gains the gift of prophecy and is later to be seen running wild with a wolf and a boar. Cool. Nice. Slithering, running around in the woods with some pigs. I'm a wild pig! (laughs) Name that show. Nope. God. Rocco's Modern Life. Never seen it. It's been a long time. I haven't watched that in a while. I have every season. It's upstairs. (laughs) Do you really? Yeah. All right. so Harry was leaning over and looking out the window at his home. Hello, Hogwarts. There was a thick curtain of rain falling, and coming to Hogwarts with the weather like this, I said, so stormy and cloudy seems to symbolize how the series will be from now on. Stormy, but with flashes of lights. Cloudy, but in the end, the storm will clear, and there will be light. 
perf. Very poetic. You like that? I like it. And that's why I said when we recorded that and you said that, I was like, just wait, because I already had my notes done. Yeah. It's crazy. Foreshadowing, my friend. Yes. Yes. Harry, Ron, and Hermione and Neville ran from the carriage and up the stone steps trying not to get wet. But as soon as they get into the entrance hall, here comes my main man, Peeves, <laughs> and a large red... Try it. <laughs> Water balloon is dropped out of the sky and lands on Rod's head. Rod. <laughs> this is a new character. Ron's head and it explodes. He staggers around, bumps into Harry, and a second balloon just misses Hermione and lands at Harry's feet. It soaks his socks and his sneakers. It's so aggravating. And I said, You were sneakers with wizard robes? Well, because in the books, they don't have uniforms, they just wear what they want and they have robes on over it. But like, isn't it? It's weird funny? because of how we've visualized it for so many years, though. You know, I'm just yes. I'm just angry about the wet socks. Oh my god, it's I, oh, it makes me, me so mad. It's the worst. <laughs> so the older students were yelling and pushing and trying to get away because Peeves is twenty. All right, all right, there we go. Feet up in the air, and he's getting ready to take aim again. So Peeves is described as wearing a quote bell covered hat and orange bow tie and his wide malicious face is contorted with concentration as he takes aim and i can just i see him so clear in my head i i love peeps i love him so mcgonagall arrives on the scene and she's skidding across the wet floor and i love this she grabs hermione around the neck to keep from falling and i said i wish 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 this would have been in the movie hands on deck granger <laughs> I wish Peeves had been in the movies in general. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, so McGonagall's yelling at Peeves to get him down and to stop throwing the water balloons. And I need to read Peeves. Not doing nothing, cackled Peeves, lobbing a water bomb at several fifth year girls who screamed and dived into the Great Hall. Already wet, aren't they? Little squirts. Wee! Oh my <laughs> then he aimed another bomb at a group of second years who had just arrived. So McGonagall's like, listen, I'm going to call the headmaster. I'm warning you. And so Peeves stuck out his tongue and he threw the last of the water bombs into the air and zoomed off up the marble staircase, crackle, crackling, cackling insanely. Give me your best insane cackles. Oh, oh God. Can I just say that I wrote my notes? Um, so annoying. Oh well, I think he's so fantastic. How would you feel if your head if you if you had white socks because of him? No, thank you. <laughs> no. Nice. I'm picturing the laugh that Jack does at the end of Nightmare. <laughs> That's my favorite. That's cackle. Yeah. I was gonna be like. <laughs> Got one. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> I also like the slow build up, like maleficent laugh. Mm. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> that was good Thank you. that was really good um okay so the crowd now moved into the great hall and ron is muttering under his breath and he's like oh i'm wet whatever but i'm like <laughs> why don't they is just what i'm wet whatever yeah why don't they just magic dry their clothes honestly because not all of them know that magic yet well where's hermione She's learning summoning charms, not like drying charm. Why doesn't she know a drying charm? Somebody in this building needs to know something 
to dry. Newt does it in Crimes of Grindelwald. Newt. I'll call Bill. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. So. Any hoosies. I'm going to read what the Great Hall looks like. Oh, I have that underlined in my notes. Do it. Do you really? And you know, it's funny. I did say, why not magic it up? Magic it up. Because he's talking about he pushed his sopping hair off of his face. Mm-hmm. Why not magic the water out? So get in the mood, guys. Get cozy. Here we go. The Great Hall looked its usual splendid self, decorated for the start of term feast. Golden plates and goblets gleamed by the light of hundreds and hundreds of candles <laughs> floating over the tables in midair. The four long house tables were packed with chattering students. At top of the hall, the staff sat along one side of a fifth table <laughs> facing their pupils. It was much warmer in here. But isn't there wet. pupils, you mean? Not pupils. I don't know what I said, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so I said there's more recapping in this chapter. Nearly Headless Nick is at the table. He's pearly white and semi-transparent, dressed in a, what do you say that, double? Double. Yeah, I would say. Which is a man's short, close-fitting mm-hmm. padded jacket, commonly worn in the 14th. Maybe See, it's this bow. I told you. In 17th I century. I think it's you. A large ruff, which made him look festive and ensuring that his head couldn't wobble too much. Can you change your clothes as a ghost? I don't think so. I don't. Why? No, he's wearing the same thing. Oh, okay. But you know curious. what? Weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. <laughs> Sometimes this thing sticks. I told. Mm. Thank you. Give me it. Then. Thank I'll you. I'll keep it over here. Thank you. Told you it's not me. I call Tiffany. Some, I call some yeah. Bob's shorts, and I think that they're lying. <laughs> I think you're just not good at the bell. That's what I'm saying. It's some Bob's shorts. What does that mean? Yes. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know what you meant. <laughs> um, Colin Creevy is back, and he's with his little brother Dennis. How cute. R.I.P. Oh, jeez. Oh. Way to just bring it down. Wait, do they both die? Actually, I don't think Dennis fights. We don't know. I'll talk about him. Well, Colin for sure. Mm, okay. We don't. We don't know <laughs> Dennis's fate. It's sad in the movie in the book. See a lavender We don't know Lu- not Luna's uh, lavenders either. Yep. Um. So Dear Dennis, <laughs> who did? <laughs> Dennis is starting his first year at Hogwarts, and he's basically a mini Colin. Um. Joe gives us a bit of insight in this chapter by telling us a little more about the sortings and siblings. So I like how she adds these in because it's kind of like a little bit of an explanation for mm-hmm. the things that she does. So, and I think this is nearly headless Nick saying that. No, wait. Oh, no, this is Harry saying this. So he says, brothers and sisters usually go in the same houses, don't they? He was judging by the Weasleys, all seven... My bell was better. <laughs> of whom had been put into Gryffindor. And then Hermione educates us a little bit. Oh, no, not necessarily, said Hermione. Parvati. 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 Tiffany is so mad. You said property. I think I just had things come out of my nose. <laughs> tissue for your issue. Oh. All I'm saying is you better sleep with one eye open. <laughs> How do you say it? Pavardi? What did I say? 
Parvi. <laughs> I literally you're heard not poverty. saying it right. Parvati. That's not spelled like that. It's Parvati. You're, at, you're Parvati. adding an R. Parvati. 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 Patil. Patil. Okay, Parvati Patil's twin is in Ravenclaw, and they're identical. So you'd think they'd be together, wouldn't you? No. They're identical. Not they're in not. the movie. They're in the same house. Mm, movies, movies. So looking at the staff table, Harry reviews the teachers missing um, are Hagrid and McGee. Because Hagrid was with the first years and McGonagall was in the entrance hall. But there was no new Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher. And Harry reminds himself and us that they haven't had... A Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher that's lasted more than three terms. And his favorite was Lupin. Yeah, that's right. Just kidding. Let's Lupin back to him. Can he come back? Please. It's a serious matter. We'd like him to be the teacher for the rest of time. Okay, thanks. Bye. Very serious? Here's the thing. Very serious. serious. This makes me kind of giggle to myself because Joe does like a full recap of all of the teachers. I like how she does it, though. Like, she recaps in a way where, like... you It's almost, not annoying. You're, like, mm-hmm. learning. You, you're reminded of them, but you're also learning more, I feel like. You know what I mean? Okay, so here they are. Tiny little Professor Flitwick, the charms teacher, was sitting on a large pile of cushions beside Professor Sprout, the herbology teacher, whose hat was askew over her flyaway gray hair. She was talking to Professor Sinistra of the astronomy department. On Professor Sinistra's other side was the sallow-faced, mm. hooked-nosed, greasy-haired potion. She has a lot of descriptions for him. Mm-hmm. Potions master Snape, Harry's least favorite person at Hogwarts. Harry's loathing of Snape was matched only by Snape's hatred of him, a hatred which had, if possible, intensified last year when Harry had helped Sirius escape right under Snape's over-large nose. Oh, my God. Snape, this, her words, not mine. Snape and Sirius had been enemies since their own school days. On Snape's other side was an empty seat, which Harry guessed was Professor McGonagall's. Next to it, and in the very center of the table, sat the greatest man alive. No, she doesn't say that, but <laughs> she does say. Professor Dumbledore, the headmaster, his sweeping silver hair and beard shining in the candlelight, oh his magnificent God. deep green robes embroidered with many stars and moons. Green. The tips of Dumbledore's long, thin fingers were together, and he was resting his chin upon them, staring at the ceiling through his half-moon spectacles as though lost in thought. <laughs> I can't stand you. <laughs> <laughs> I just love him. Okay. And I said, I'll bet all my money that he feels like something's off. Dumble? Well, like, so yep. this is what I wrote, because then you, it describes like, you, what the ceiling looks like. Yes. And I literally wrote foreshadowing, because it's going to be like a stormy year. They're going to be I, rocky, man. You and I, listen. So Harry had never seen it look this stormy. Black. Hello. And purple. <laughs> Clouds were swirling across it as another thunderclap sounded outside and a fork of lightning flashed across it. So he's never seen it look like this. So far, and Dumble's looking at it. And I guarantee, I guarantee my man knows something isn't right, but I don't, Mm -hmm. but he doesn't know what. Mm -hmm. And then I said, correct. And he said, or I said, rather, um, of course, Ron's hungry. And he said, I could eat a hippogriff. I wrote Buckbeak. (laughs) <laughs> he free I just want to say it's officially that it was the bell that's the issue thank you 
I just want that to be recognized. Yeah. Just wait. Tally, tally it up and see how many are good and bad out of me. I will. Ooh, Ooh, Ooh a challenge. <laughs> All right. So, obviously, first things first in my section. First things first. I'm I have coolest. to read the sorting song. No, you're going to sing the sorting song. Songs yeah. are to be sung, not read. I All right. If do, you're going to do a huff and a puff, get out. You go to someone else's house down. Why don't you two sing it together? Do you know Jim Dale's melody? Because that's what I'm going to sing. Do it. Sing it together. I don't. I don't know it. A thousand years or more ago, when I was <laughs> <laughs> No one's even looking at you. You're laughing at yourself and you're not that funny. <sighs> I'm hilarious. That's right. When I was newly sown, there lived four wizards of renown whose names are still well known. Do it. Bold Gryffindor from Wildmore. Yes. Fair Ravenclaw from Glen. Woo woo! Sweet Hufflepuff from Valley Broad. Woo! Shrewd Slytherin from Fen. Boo. Woo! <laughs> They shared a wish, a hope, a dream. They hatched a daring plan to educate young sorcerers. (laughs) Thus, Hogwarts school began. I just need to interrupt you really quick and someone wants to know why you're not singing it to the tune of a Taylor Swift song. Because I'm singing Jim Dale's version. Okay. Now each of these four founders formed their own house, for each did value different virtues in the ones they had to teach. Okay, hold on. You're like, wait. (laughs) By Gryffindor, the bravest were prized far beyond the rest. For Ravenclaw, the cleverest would always be the best. Yep. For Hufflepuff, hard workers were most worthy of admission. Mm -hmm. And power-hungry Slytherin loved those of great ambition. While still alive, they did divide their favorites from the throng. Yet how to pick the worthy ones when they were dead and gone? T'was Gryffindor who found the way. He whipped me off his head. The founders put some brains in me so I could choose instead. (laughs) Now slip me snug around your ears. I've never yet been wrong. (laughs) I'll have a look inside your mind and tell... Where you belong. America. (laughs) I'm crying because I was singing in a voice because that always happens. I don't know. Oh, my goodness. Hey, well done. I love it. I kind of did wing parts of it, but that's like the general melody of Jim. I thought that was a real book. I mean, the sorting hat wings it every year. Oh, it's my Kindle. Okay. Look, the sorting has a process. So that was so good. I thanks. loved that. Mm-hmm. I tried. <laughs> um, so I wanted to break the song down a little bit because we get a little bit of info that we might not have known before. Obviously, because that's what Joe does, right? So Gryffindor, we find out, is from Wild Moor, mm-hmm. and I looked up what that is, and it is kind of broad, mm-hmm. but it so basically it's like southwest. England or Northern England, which is really weird. Yeah. (laughs) But we do know that Gryffindor is from Godric's Hollow, and that is in West Country. It's kind of closer to Wales, but it's not Wales. It's still England. Um, So Wild Mm -hmm. Moor generally refers to Southwest and Northern England. Yes. Fun fact. Um, My sister just did her ancestry thing 
which mine still has to mail. I told you guys that, but they don't know that. Hello, listeners. Um, <laughs> but a lot, like 70-some percent said from Wales. No, really? really? That's yep. cool. I that's might a, be a true Gryffindor. That's a high <laughs> percentage. Awesome. That is a high percentage. It is a really high percentage. Yeah. yeah. And the rest is like Ireland, Scotland. There's a little bit of French in there. So. I'm excited. To I'm so stoked. Yeah. That's cool. I'm so stoked. You, you have, have to, to go this. there now. Well, yeah. Yeah. To Godric's um, Hollow specifically. <laughs> so next we hear from Ravenclaw. We find out that she's from Glen, which is Scotland. Hey. Um, she married into the Ravenclaw family, and she is great friends with Helga. Yes. Hey, Sarah. What up? What up, girl? Um, Helga, Helga reminds me of um, Hey Arnold. Hufflepuff is from Valley Broad, which refers to the valleys of Wales. (gasps) So she's the Welsh. Green. Uh, She's a Welsh uh, Welsh (laughs) dragon. I was going to say a Welsh witch. (laughs) And then you said dragon and it came out. Did you hear that? No. no Yeah, you didn't because the bell didn't work. I mean, I heard it. (laughs) Tiffany was so like, she's like, I hope no one didn't notice. (laughs) I lost a two Welsh green. (laughs) I told you. It's a bell. We need to get another one. Okay. Yeah, probably actually. So she, again, she's from Wales. Um, She's a great friend of Rowena. And I didn't know this, that this is where the whole like food thing comes from. But she had a good, she was particularly good with the ability with food-related charms, nice. and her recipes are still used to this day at Hogwarts uh, Feast. Ronald Weasley, it. you're yeah. welcome. <laughs> I thought that was cool. Sorry, Hermione, the house elves have to use uh, her recipes. <laughs> and, spew uh, to you, my friend. Spew <laughs> to you. Her recipes, however, will not make you spew. No. Hopefully nope. not. They're delicious. Um, lastly, Slytherin is from Fen, or the Fenlands, which is coastal plains in eastern England, such as Lincolnshire, Cam- Cambridge, Cambridgeshire, and Norfolk. Nobody laughs at Megan when she can't talk. Everybody laughs at me. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody really, like, we're not really sure exactly where Slytherin is from, so, like, we can't really narrow it down besides eastern England. If you were to guess, give me a guess. Somewhere uh, cold. Somewhere by the water that's chilly. <laughs> well, that would kind of make sense because the Southern Common Room is like underneath the lake kind of, right? Yeah. Um, by the lake. I like it by I like Oh, and also, water. well, that makes sense because also the Fenlands is areas of England that are known to be very damp and um, like they just like they back up with water all the time. So why, I don't know. Kind of makes sense. Why is Southern so clogged? Hold on. They have issues. They need tissues. Um, no, that's what got them there in the first place. <laughs> what? I don't know. Katie. Wait, where's yes. where's Dracula? Transylvania. I think he's from Transylvania. Ooh. Yeah. What about it? Is that Eastern England? I don't know. No, Transylvania. Transyl- <laughs> it's not even in England. <laughs> yeah, so he's not from there. Well, I think he is. Um, also, we learned that the sorting hat was actually Godric's own hat, and he pulled it off of his head, and the four founders together put brains inside of it. So I thought that was cool. Like how do you map. do that? How do you, how do you, Some how do you do that? Just ask the scarecrow. He got brains from the wizard. Yeah. But oh, I just don't understand. I like that. You're welcome. Um, and then lastly, the hat tells us I've never yet been wrong. True so true, again, this is just my little, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Uh, it's like a, oh, public service announcement, PSA, <laughs> <laughs> that the hat is never wrong and that people can have other 
traits from other houses, and you can think that they fit in another house, but only the hat knows what they value. I think that's so I think that's mm-hmm. like a most people, you know what I mean? No one fits perfectly. Right. Like yeah. Harry's not a perfect Gryffindor. No. Um Malfoy's not a perfect Slytherin, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I and think you Malfoy gotta is a and then, great Slytherin. Uh, I almost said Dr. Dumbledore. <laughs> Excuse me, Dr. Dumbledore. Paging <laughs> Dr. Dumbledore. Yeah, Dr. Dumbledore. Yeah, we're going to need you down here in surgery. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, Why are we so weird? I don't know. But he even says he's like, he thinks sometimes that they get sorted too early. Too soon. But at the same time, know. you know. Well, I just you think- are going to be like if you don't if you are the same person when you're 11 when you're 35 correct like, you might want to you know correct I think at different parts in your life you have like things flare you know what I yeah. mean like certain parts of those house traits flare yes okay and like we said with the the, the trio that each are Gryffindors but they each also represent uh, the side of their, their house. house yeah true is true yeah so after the sorting hat sings his song, obviously the sorting happens. So Ron is very impatient because he just wants to eat. A hippogriff. Yeah. But they have to go through all of the new first years. And I just went through and like Googled each of the names to see what kind of info came up. Yeah. And two of them have more info than just their names. Okay. So first is obviously Dennis Creevy. Right, we know yeah. he's a bigger character. So he is... A muggle-born wizard, the younger brother of Colin. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's very, very uncommon for two muggle-born children to come from the same family. So that's kind of different about the Creevy family. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and also, um, Dennis... We have to we have to remember too that like I mean Dennis is obviously super excited but he also knows what happened to his brother. Um, so like oh, I was they like, have what? to they, like he has to have some sort of stress I would think going into this because he knows that like his brother came to the school and was literally petrified for like almost the entire year. Yeah, but, but I guarantee he was like, oh my god, you were petrified. That's, that's so cool. cool. But does he know? Do we know that for a fact? I guess I mean, not. I would, I would say he probably. I don't know if I would be told that. And I, you know what I mean? That's yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, like, my parents will not want him to scare me. So, me. you know that that meme that's like, but did you die? <laughs> like, that's what all I can think about is like, because he was petrified. And it's like, but did you die? Those are a lot of times those are medical ones, and I die. Because oh. I'm like, no, but that's so true. Oh, my goodness. But did you die? Okay, give me this next one. Well, so I'm here's interested. my question, because oh. someone was talking about they had at least one grandparent who was a squib. Didn't, I almost called her McGonagall, didn't J.K. Rowling say that, like, a lot of times there's somebody in their family that could be super crazy, crazy, distantly related that has magic? Probably. I think that, I think that's And that's true. how you get a muggle born. Yeah, but even then, it's rare enough yeah. For a muggle family to have one magically gifted child, let alone two magically gifted children. Yes. What if like within like a long line of muggles, like spread out really far, there's like squibs. So they like maybe like will barely well no. True. So well, like no, because squibs don't have any magic, do they? But it's still in their maybe blood. Yeah, maybe it's dormant. What if there's maybe it's a recessive gene they have. Someone I like just that. said that. But Isaiah. like what if oh yeah, there you go. But what if there's like a f- a person 
that has just a smidge of magic, and it just comes out at weird times. For example, that's what, that's what a recessive gene does. <laughs> You're not listening to me. There's no name for it here. <laughs> <laughs> there is in the real world. It's okay, a recessive gene. but this is a Harry Potter podcast. Is there a name it's for it? It's called a magical recessive gene. <laughs> I'm going to choke you with my bare hands. Literally, they're bare paws. (laughs) No. So say there's those people, like, but they don't know what they're doing. You know how when Harry, like, could do these things, but he's like, what? But maybe things not as strong as that. And so here's what I'm saying. Sometimes I'll feel like something's going to happen, and then Mm. it does. Right. What if it's stuff like that? mm. You know what I mean? I think everyone has, like, that or like a superpower like mine mm-hmm. honest to god i will go somewhere <laughs> tell me why you're a superhero seriously oh my god no like this, this is so real. no i'm here i'm not making fun of you say right you here. go to starbucks or a restaurant or a ride an amusement park or something we'll go up okay wait a tiny bit mm-hmm. as soon as we're in line and when we get to the front there's a mile long line behind she us. i mean like whenever I can katie get, is yeah. with us no, no lines, lines. But there will instantly be lines behind us after we're there. You, know, Why you are right. Time. We did not have to wait for any rides when I was at Universal with you. Well, it's Universal. There's a lot of magic there. <laughs> no, that was just you. <laughs> I was just going to tell her, why doesn't that work uh, at Disney during the... There's you know, a lot of magic there. Mm-hmm. My power is small. I will say, I typically <laughs> am very good. I don't know if it's just me being able to read people, but like... I don't, not that I can guess what's going to happen, but a lot of times I'm like, oh, this this is exactly what's going to happen, and mm-hmm. then it happens. I'm or like, like deja vu stuff. Yeah, I'm like, I called that. I think I read it on Tumblr, though. Like, someone is able to, like, always do whatever, and someone just has a little bit of easier time doing this. Like, it's just, like, tiny yeah. little They're just, nuggets. like, you just, I can, sometimes I just can anticipate people. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's just me knowing people. Like it might be. Well, like you can read. People I would well. like exact. For example, like, but it the happens in traffic. Thing, I knew <laughs> that that was gonna like how things our Thanksgiving trip went. I knew that's how it was gonna go. Does that make any sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I from jump. Yeah. Then those are the things. Like I'll be like, okay, I know that's not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Especially like the way that someone says something. And I don't know. It might just be being able to really read people well. Um. So. Yeah. I just like the idea. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. But no, I, I like that the fact that like no one like knows that they have it. They just do weird stuff from Nobody time to time. knows the magic. You know I what I mean? <laughs> I like it. It's not enough to be like noticed. Or just, you know, brush it off as like, oh, it's just something weird, you know? Yeah. 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 But it won't like pick up on anybody's like register. I agree with you. Thank you. I'm a genius. <clears throat> so, <laughs> quick wrap up on Dennis Creevy. Um, we Is know that how we got here. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. that seems like ages ago. Um, so, obviously, we know he attended Hogwarts up until 1997, when him and his brother both pulled out because of stuff that happened with you know their Muggleborns, and they had to go on the run. So that's why we don't really know Dennis's um, fate. fate because we know that. Colin was part of the part of Dumbledore's army and Neville called for Dumbledore's army whenever Harry returned. And we know that Colin was there because he, you know, pour one out for him. He does die in the battle, but it's never mentioned what happens with Dennis. We don't even know if he fought in the battle. I don't know Colin aside from obviously like, like I, uh, the feeling I get for him, like when he died in the battle, 
Like, it was probably right away. I don't see him being a lasting a duelist or anything. But we don't really know, do we? No, but this is just my feeling. Like I said, yeah. Like I feel, and and I I was more so. Like you, he wanted to be there for Harry, and no matter what, he was gonna and it, he was gonna be there for yeah. Harry. And I hate to bring it up, but it like pains me to think that an adult would let Death him. Eater would kill him. Oh, oh straight they up. Don't care. Oh yeah, I know, I know. But I'm saying, like, <laughs> I really hope it was like painless. painless. Uh, well, I. Well, yeah. Well, isn't it? I would think. Kedavra, anyway. Thinking, no, I hope no. it's really painful. <laughs> no. Slow and painful. I'm thinking, I'm hoping it was like something that like ricocheted and he didn't see um, it coming and it, yeah. you know, and then he's just, oh, oh, you're at the train station. Now, do you, do <laughs> yeah. you think he would choose to be a ghost? I think that he might. I think I, I feel like, it. I feel like he definitely had unfinished business for this world. Yeah. Yeah. And I would hope that he would be the camera ghost at the school. Yeah. Yes. Going really, around and being really yeah. sweet to first Makes me years cry and stuff. Bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like going around and being like, here, gather with your friends. Let me get your picture or something. Do they sell ghost film on Amazon? It's probably really cheap. <sighs> Sorry to like bring y'all down. Well, I'm probably not going to help a whole heck of a lot with this next person, but do you guys want to find out who Natalie McDonald is? Yeah, because yeah. I really genuinely have no clue. Does she have a farm? Or no. a restaurant? E-I. E-I-O. So, <laughs> Natalie McDonald um, does get sorted into Gryffindor. Gryffindor! And we know, thanks to HarryPotter.fandom.com. Oh. In real life, she was a young Canadian fan of the novels with a terminal this. illness. She had leukemia, and a friend of her mom's wrote to J.K. Rowling to ask her to write to Natalie. Mm. Um, J.K. did not receive the letter until after a holiday, and though she admits to fearing it was too late, she wrote back telling Natalie what happens to each of the main characters, only to find out from Natalie's mother that she had passed away. So the two women began a friendship, and Natalie was then added to the books into Gryffindor, the House of Bravery, as a tribute. Her mom kept the contents of the letter secret until her two other children finished reading The Deathly Hallows. And this tribute can be found on page 180 of the American paperback version of Gobble to Fire, it's when nearly headless Nick is applauding as she sits at the Gryffindor table. In the British edition, it's on page 152. Read the quote. It's at the top. I do hope this year's batch of Gryffindors are up to scratch, said nearly headless Nick, applauding as McDonald, Natalie, joined the Gryffindor table. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Natalie, yeah. we love you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought that was really That's cool. Oh, don't there are tears in my eyes. Don't cry. <laughs> Tiffany, don't cry. I was like crying at the radio this morning. Uh, I mean, it's just she, like how amazing that she And she did wrote that. back and she said all those things. I know. Yeah. Like, and think about the only people that knew the fates of things. Natalie's mother, Alan Rickman, and Joe. Right. <laughs> it's crazy. And like how amazing, like, you know how many people <sighs> would pay thousands maybe millions of dollars to know what the outcome was and her mom and she trusted and, and was she just like it. here closer oh my god <laughs> i just love it. i love it uh, maybe I we should it. take a little commercial break soft in my old <laughs> together ourselves oh, okay okay guys i'll take it from here Please you guys gather yourselves make me giggle this episode has been uh, all over the place. In my notes, because it's like Gryffindor had Jeez. won the inner house competition for the last three years in a row. I said, go Red House. <laughs> <laughs> go Red House. 
The Braves. That makes me the think Braves. of. I had that sweatshirt. Roadhouse. I, I wear this more than any Switch gear. I think Tiffany, have you watched yeah. it yet? No. She was trying to get me to watch it today. And I was like, Why would she? She wanted to look it? at her really cute daughter. Oh, we want to play with her. Wow. We were playing with her thing. Welcome also, to our I, learning farm. We have much to show you. Can I say one other thing I have in my notes? Because um, Ron's like moaning because he really wants to eat. And nearly headless Nick goes, now, Ron, the sorting is much more important than food. And then Ron goes, of course it is if you're dead. <laughs> He's you, honestly. And I literally wrote, agreed, Ron. <laughs> Just Jeez. cracked me up. All right, Katie. Take it away, Ern. All right. A little commercial Take break. Take it away, Ernie. It's going to be a bumpy ride. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Attention, dear Swishers. Commercial break. Adventure is out there. <laughs> Tiffany, why are you looking at me? <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> why settle for ordinary chain store coffee when you can have an adventure in every cup with Expedition Roasters? Today, we are drinking Route 66, mm-hmm. inspired by cars. Disney themed, not Harry Potter, still delicious. Delicious. <laughs> we still like other coffees. <laughs> artisanal roasters of pop culture coffees so now you can experience a little theme park magic every day at your home each theme bag features custom artwork by guest artists that make it perfect for displaying in your kitchen or office they really are super cute all of them are very highly themed and you know Mm -hmm. what it's it's kind of strange to say but i like the way the bags feel yes they're like they're like it's weird they're like they're like 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 a silk yeah. yeah, it's like a silk paper. I like that they're resealable when you yes. open, when you open them correctly, and not like when I open it. <laughs> she didn't know. <laughs> so try one of their premium wizarding roasts, like Booksmart Blueberry, Charming Chocolate Cherry, Cunning Caramel Crunch, or Big Hearted Butterscotch. All their coffees are certified gluten free and allergen free, and I believe they are vegan, right? Yeah, and they offer um, decaffeinated versions. Yes. And Uh, tea now. And tea. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tea. So start your coffee or tea adventure today at expeditionroasters.com and use the coupon code SWISHFLICK15 to save 15% off your first purchase. Brew your happy place. It will make you happy. Mm -hmm. I can tell you that. Which will. I finished my cup. Okay, yeah. Do you want to know what else will make you happy? Tell me. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. What's hey, that? Audible. Audible's offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. You just have to go to audibletrial.com forward slash swishflickcast. Just like our Twitter and Instagram name, it's super easy to remember. And browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. You can download a title for free and start listening. It's really that easy. So go to audible.com slash swishflickcast to get started today. Audible content also includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy, and more from the leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, and entertainers. You can get all seven of the Harry Potter books, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, narrated by Newt Scamander, a.k.a. Eddie Redman, Quidditch Through the Ages, narrated by Andrew Lincoln from The Walking Dead. He's also from Love Actually, too. He is. Mm -hmm. He's the one that's in love with his best friend's wife, who's played by Keira Knightley. Are you actually sure? Yes, A thousand percent. Do you know how much I watched that movie? I was making a play off the title, but okay. 
<laughs> We're like Tiffany. Yes, <laughs> I'm Tiffany. <laughs> Tiffany. And you can also get a history of magic audiobook narrated by Natalie Dormer from Game of Thrones and a behind the scenes of Crimes of Grindelwald audiobook narrated by Dan Fogler. Did you guys just hear all of that cool Harry Potter stuff that you can get? So much Potter. You can also get other books that aren't Harry Potter. On yeah, but like but Harry why? Potter's the best. <laughs> I listen to all the Harry Potter books on Audible on my long drives to and from work almost every single day. So I highly recommend it. When you sign up, you can pick one of those or any audiobook that you want for free. Um, so download your free audiobook today and go to audibletrial.com forward slash swishflickcast. Do you know what else you could listen to on your long drives? A podcast called Swish and Flick. Yeah. <laughs> Never heard of it. Are they Who's good? That? They're not great, actually. Mm. Actually. I don't <laughs> I don't care for uh, Harry Potter, so could it can you offer me some other things to listen to? Who's that? I don't know. Oh, wait. I just know he's a wizard, but I don't know what the wizards. wizards. <laughs> All right. My turn. Oh my gosh, how perfect is this part for you? <laughs> I know. So Dumbledore stands up and he's like, I only have two words. Tuck in. Well done. Yeah, oh, Ron's yeah. happy. He is. I believe him and Harry are, they like, what am I thinking? Clink their glasses together and they're like, here, here. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what I would do. Um, so Nearly Headless Nick is hanging around the trio and he mentions that it's lucky they're having a feast at all because apparently there was some trouble in the kitchens. Peeves wanted to attend the feast, but because he's so utterly uncivilized and can't see a plate of food without throwing it, it's quite out of the question. I just love him. Like he can't. Can you imagine him just like sitting at the table, like really just like trying to sit there and not throw the food? And then he's like, "I need to," and then he just picks up and just starts going. I will say, I've always wanted to have a food fight. Me too. We had one in high school, and we are in trouble. Do you remember when we were all talking about bad things that we've done? And Tiffany's like, one time I blew my tube out the window. It was a trumpet. Like, Get it right. Oh, yeah, you sorry. blew it out the window? She's just so, like, <laughs> listen. We had a substitute teacher. She was, it was the end of the day. She's like, okay, if you're in band, play the song that you're doing for the class. Because I guarantee she ran out of stuff to do. It's nice weather. There's a class reading a book outside. <laughs> So I'm like, I'm going to go over here and I'm going to toot my horn out this window. And I did. And I got a detention. <laughs> I just love how that was like the worst thing she could think of. It was cute. It was cute. What can I say? Um, so the ghosts held a ghost council. How cool. Like they have little meetings inside Hogwarts. What do they Sounds talk about? Spooky. Like they talk about if Peeves can come to the feast or not. Yeah. Well, and don't go through that wall. Like what? <laughs> Don't scare the first years too much. Yeah. Just a little. Make sure that food is super rotten before you try and almost taste it. Gross. Um, The fat fryer was all for giving peas a chance because that's what a Hufflepuff would do. Mm. (sighs) No. But as the Slytherin just said, the bloody baron put his foot down. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, this is a usual argument among peeves and the ghosts. I'm assuming it's probably like an every year, multiple times a year thing. He probably really wants to go to the Halloween feast. Mm. Who wouldn't? Lots of candy to throw. I wonder how many feasts he's crashed in his time. Yeah, like just like, I'm not going to listen. Just going to go in there and throw some stuff. Picking up food. I'm not going to listen. No, I'm not going to listen. I can see him. I'm going to throw all the food around. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He ended up wreaking havoc in the kitchens 
pots and pans everywhere. The place was swimming in soup <laughs> and terrified the house elves out of their wits. And Hermione's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I feel like her what? head just like whips. I know. Um, this is when she finds out house elves are at Hogwarts. And fun fact, it's the largest number in any dwelling in Britain. Over 100. <laughs> Thank you. So I'm going to read a little bit from the book. I've never seen one, said Hermione. Well, they hardly ever leave the kitchen by day, do they, said Nearly Headless Nick. They come out at night to do a bit of cleaning, see to the fires and so on. I mean, you're not supposed to see them, are you? That's the mark of a good house elf, isn't it? That you don't know what's there? Hermione stared at him. But they get paid, she said. They get holidays, don't they? And, and sick leave and pensions and everything? Nearly Headless Nick chortled so much that his ruff slipped and his head flopped off, <laughs> dangling on the inch or so of ghostly skin and muscle that still attached it to Ew. his neck. Blech. Sick leave and pensions, he said, pushing his head back onto his shoulders and securing it once more with his ruff. House elves don't want sick leave and pensions. Hermione looked down at her hardly touched plate of food, then put her knife and fork down upon it and pushed it away from her. Oh, come on, Hermione, said Ron, <laughs> accidentally <laughs> sprang. Hermione. <laughs> <laughs> said Ron, accidentally spraying Harry with bits of Yorkshire pudding. Oops, sorry, Harry. He swallowed. <laughs> you, you won't get them sick leave by starving yourself. Slave labor, said Hermione, breathing hard through her nose. That's what made this dinner slave labor, and she refused to eat another bite. Yes. Go ahead. Hermione reminds me very much of myself at yes. age 14. <laughs> like No more straws. No more meat. We used I to get like, in fights. I'm such a... I was so mean. Then we apologize. No. I'm not gonna. Because the reason why she didn't eat meat was some guy in a band she liked didn't eat meat. Oh, Megan. But it was because he was all like, go PETA. And then I was like, yeah, PETA. What about Peter Griffin? Peter. <laughs> what about Peter Bread? Or Peter Griffin Peter from the Hunger Here's Games. The thing, What's though? his last name? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> he made bread. Yes, <laughs> it was Peter's bread. Whoa, Peter Bread. Are you kidding me? I think I knew that way long ago, but it just came back. What's his last name? Uh, I don't know. This is, is not remember. a Hunger Games podcast. I just Are those out just, there, by the way? I'm sure. Really? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I just have a lot. I'm like, there's a lot to say about her in this whole venture. Yeah. Oh, can I just defend myself really quick here for a second? If it was just a phase because of a guy in a band, I wouldn't have been a vegetarian for four years. Ooh, four years. That's a long time. I, mean, I know. Did you just want meat? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Peter Malark. There Malark. You go. That's a lot of Malark. Wait, um, no, is malarkey. That- <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of malark. I like malarks. Also, in case anybody's wondering, because I know I'm going to get the question, Benji Madden's the one who was. The <laughs> and you know I, don't, I, you will do say you, this. Boo. What, do, what do we care? I have no qualms if you are a vegetarian, if you're vegan, anything. You do you. But I don't like when people shove their ideas down my throat. I'm not saying that Megan did that. I'm just saying in general. Did you shove? I don't think I did. I don't think you shoved vegetarianism. Like, that's I did it. I just was like, I didn't did like you? when people tried to shove me out of it. So I would get defensive and be like, let me do my thing. Yeah. 
Did you, you know, eat a lot I of cheese? Say, no. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. She did. She said yes. The only thing that I would ever say to her is the days that she'd come into school and she's like, I'm going to be vegan. And I'm like, all right, whatever. And uh, every day I, she'd that come in. for a day. Oh, it didn't last 20 minutes. <laughs> because this is what she, every vegan. morning she'd come in and get like, they had fresh made cookies. So she'd get a cookie and milk. So oh, instead no, she Megan. goes to get a cookie and iced tea and she's eating the cookie. I go, oh, you're vegan today? She's like, mm-hmm. I'm like, what are you eating? How do they make a cookie? She's like, <laughs> Oh. <laughs> well, I didn't get milk. I'm glad you really don't take yourself too seriously, though. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, well, maybe I can't. <laughs> I'll go back to being a vegetarian. That's more doable. Yeah. Again, nothing, not, I don't have anything against any of those people. You do you. Our, just in general, our, you know I mean? our listeners should know by now that yeah. we are good humans and we love everyone. Yeah. I just really love, I really love and appreciate Hermione in this book because it's, she shows her ambitious side Correct. with this project and it's, it's just reminiscent of something I would have done. And it's my, from her heart. Well, but yeah. here's my thing though. I, She's trying to force something oh, on I, the house elves. That's what I don't agree with. She overdoes it, for sure. Like, I'm not going to pretend that. But yeah. her idea is great. It's like it's her Molly. execution is off. But it's like, like but Molly Weasley. Is the idea yeah. great? Like, Well, I mean... I just think of people trying to like go to like missionaries and stuff and forcing like Christianity and stuff and other religions on people. And, you know, that's totally against like... You know, just because they're different... Um, like cultures and everything doesn't mean that they're wrong just because they believe in a totally different like religion and, or like Definitely. gods and all of that stuff like that doesn't mean it's wrong not saying she should have just given them information I think that let you make like, your own choice yes like yeah. here's but like had a conversation with them I think that's I think yeah, majority hiding of, the stuff was not nice. majority no, of <laughs> Of issues between any type of people. Like, your communication is key, and I can't stress that enough in any situation. Like, open, honest conversations. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what you need. Doesn't happen, but... Yeah, I just think that, like... I do think that there's a difference with... It's a, it's a fine line, but I think there's a little bit of a difference with house elves compared to, like, different cultures, just because it is how they're brought up, but that's how cultures are too. I don't know. It's just really, it's, it's, a, a, it's, it's a, a weird it's, line. It's weird. And, but I think that like it is, f- her, her points are fair because they, I mean, uh, of Every- course people should get paid for their work. I Correct. know that they don't think that they want it, but like if they knew what they could have with it, it's like I just wonder how many Dobbies there are per right, like exactly group of there needs to be a place for them to go. How many Winkies well, are there and how many Dobbies are there? <laughs> yeah, like out of a hundred, like, you know. Yeah. It reminds me when people talk about like not so much feminism, but like how there's people out there that like women shouldn't wear makeup. I think that women could like you know what I mean. Like if Dobby doesn't do want, want to get paid, mm-hmm. then you shouldn't have to get paid. Or if Dobby wants to get paid, like it should be whatever. You know, as long as you're not hurting or anyone, if, do whatever say, like, you want. Dobby only asks, he's like, I just give me like every three months, give me a new shirt or something. And that's how he gets paid. If yeah. that's, how, you know what I mean? Like that's the type of, oh, it should be like negotiated with their family. Yeah. Like if that's, what, and if they don't want, like, you know, that's what I think of. Like when people talk about that, like when, if that makes any sense of how I'm yeah. relating, like when, like there's some women that don't want to wear makeup at all and that's great. And but don't force that, just, that on others. But don't tell like, me I shouldn't wear makeup, too. And, like, don't tell me I should, either. Yeah. You know what I mean? Got you. Because, like, I enjoy it and all of that stuff. That's what I'm saying. In my mind, it's relating to that. Essentially, That's I, it's just 
doing whatever you do, want. Do you do you. <laughs> Correct. Are you hurting yeah. someone? No? Great. Yeah. Right. I think, too, that um, Hermione does start to lighten up a little bit once she oh, sees yeah. Dobby and hears that Dumbledore is okay with paying him. And if other house elves were to ask, I'm sure he would oblige, mm-hmm. but they just haven't. Yeah. I mean, you see just a major growth with her just within this book. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Which... I mean, we're here for the ride. This book made me really love Hermione. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not that I didn't like her in the first three, but like the fourth book is what like sealed my love for Hermione. I was like, oh, yes, she's so great. Why are you looking at me? I don't know. Why are you smiling? (laughs) Because I just, she annoyed me in this book. Just because I, I just, it frustrates me on behalf of like the house of that don't want this. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just think she goes about it in the wrong way. That's what I'm trying to say. She learns. She learns. Isaiah says, they're trapped in the slave mentality. A lot of freed slaves didn't realize for months after it was abolished that they were due compensation. That's that's kind of like the line that I'm talking about with them. Like, I get that it's their culture, but like... A, nobody should have to put up with that. Right. Even if they don't think that they're putting up with something, they are putting up with something. Mm-hmm. I just, don't know. Yeah. But we can talk about that more when we actually get when to speak. Yeah, when we get to it. Goodness <laughs> gracious. Look at us. There's just, forward. There's just a lot to say. There is. There is. There is. Yeah. But now it's my turn to say again. Go ahead. <laughs> Hermione won't even eat anything, even when Ron wafts the smell of treacle tart towards her. He's so funny. But she gave him a look so reminiscent of Professor McGonagall. He gave up. I love the correlation. I love her. I know. (laughs) I know. Um, So it's time for Dumbledore's speech. And he says, now that we're all fed and watered, and Hermione goes, oh, Um, So he goes over the usual start of term notices. Mr. Filch has a lot of forbidden items on a list, of course, and it's been extended this year to include screaming yo-yos, fanged frisbees, and ever-bashing boomerangs. Uh, The full list has 437 items. Wow. And Dumbledore reminds them, if you want to go see the complete list, go to his office. (laughs) (laughs) No thanks. (laughs) It's like literally probably every product that Zonko sells. Oh, yeah. (laughs) He just went in the store and is like, nope, nope, nope. I mean, the day Weasley's Wizard Weezes opened. Yeah. yeah. Um, But if you didn't know, you can buy screaming yo-yos and fanged frisbees. At Weasley Wizard Weezes. Nose biting teacups. And nose biting teacups. Why didn't I buy any? In Universal. I don't know. I've always wanted a nose-biting teacup. Next time we go, I think that's going to be my thing I buy. I have a decoy detonator, and I (gasps) love it. Oh, it's so cool. The packaging's cool, They're actually not that expensive. The yo-yo you put in there? Yeah. 15 bucks. Yeah, I'll post the link, because I found a link to the yo-yo, but not the Fang Frisbee. But you can buy it there. The Fang Frisbee looks awesome, too. It's like green. I can't wait to go dragon scaly. I can't wait. It's so cool. So Dumbledore reminds them about the forest on the grounds and that you can't get into Hogsmeade until you're third year or higher. And then he goes on to say the Interhouse Quidditch Cup will not take place this year. What? That was oh Harry's gosh, reaction. You guys scared me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Harry is shocked, as is the rest of the Gryffindor team. Uh, but it's because there's an event starting in October and continuing throughout the school year. It's going to take up a lot of the teachers' time and energy. Yeah. What's the event? Well, he's about to tell them <laughs> why something would be so important when the doors of the Great Hall bang open. <laughs> Boom. Yes, Tiffany. 
literally remember reading this the first time, and I remember being angry. <laughs> Same. Because I love Quidditch. I was like, what? No, Quidditch? I yeah. don't think I even cared. Oh, well, I, I cared. was upset. <laughs> <laughs> I cared. I didn't care. Sarah doesn't do sports. <laughs> what are sports? I almost said something bad. Then don't. All right, Katie. Read, continue. Reading from the book again. There might be some colors. Just be on, be the, on the lookout here. Oh, hold Maddie. on, I gotta get ready. Okay. A man stood in the doorway, leaning upon a long staff shrouded in a black Bell. traveling cloak. <laughs> Every head in the great hall swiveled toward the stranger, suddenly brightly illuminated by a fork of lightning that flashed across the sky. What a cool entrance. Thank you for the sound effects. He lowered his hood, shook out a, a long mane of grizzled, dark gray hair, then began to walk up towards the teacher's table. A dull clunk echoed through the hall on his every other step. He reached the end of the top table, turned right, and limped heavily towards Dumbledore. Another flash of lightning <laughs> across the ceiling. Hermione gasped. <gasps> the lightning had thrown the man's face into sharp relief, and it was a face unlike any Harry had ever seen. It looked as though it had been carved out of weathered wood by someone who had only the vaguest idea of what human faces are supposed to look like and was none too skilled with a chisel. Every inch of skin seemed to be scarred. The mouth looked like a diagonal gash and a large chunk of the nose was missing, but it was the man's eyes that made him frightening. One of them was small, dark, and beady. The other was large, round as a coin, but which coin? And a vivid electric blue. <laughs> the ones as big as hubcaps. <laughs> yes, Sarah. Can you imagine? Are you done? No. no. We'll read and then I'll tell you. Okay. The blue eye was moving ceaselessly without blinking and was rolling up, down, and from side to side, quite independently of the normal eye. And then it rolled right over, pointing into the back of the man's head so that all they could see was whiteness. Ew. Yeah. That that just I know me I know when they talk about chiseling. Do you remember the episode of SpongeBob where um, isn't it Squidward <laughs> and SpongeBob trying to chisel something and like SpongeBob like gives it one tap and it's a beautiful statue. It's like David. <laughs> <laughs> do you know that episode? Yeah, I do. Isn't Squidward it the one that does he, it like, with rubble? <laughs> <laughs> and then he just attaches a nose is, to it. Is that the same one where um he <sighs> he's drawing and SpongeBob like draws a perfect circle and he's like, Well, how do you do yes. it? And he draws he's like, Well, first I start with like it's a perfectly drawn face, then he erases it all. Yes. And it's just a circle. And Squidward's like <laughs> <laughs> There. <laughs> so Squidward uh, was the one that carved his face. Yes. Pretty much. That's accurate. I remember that episode. The stranger sat down no. at the teacher's table. And <laughs> he must be a man after Sarah's own heart because he pulls a plate of sausages towards him. Hello. And we get a glimpse of how well, because this is fake Moody, how well Barty Crouch Jr. has studied Mad-Eye because everyone knows that Mad-Eye Moody is very paranoid, doesn't trust anyone. So he smells a sausage, then he eats it like he's checking for poison. <laughs> I yes. wrote, yes, <laughs> pulling a plate of sausages. Uh, Dumbledore introduces him to everyone as the new Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher. No one claps, except for Dumbledore and Hagrid. Woof. Yep, the slow clap. Uh, everyone's too transfixed by his bizarre, bizarre appearance, and that's saying something because you're in the wizarding world. Everyone's weird. They're wearing night dresses yeah. at Quidditch World Cups. Ah, uh, thigh high gloss. Right, exactly. <laughs> so Harry asks if could this possibly be Mad-Eye Moody, the same one that Mr. Weasley had gone to help that morning. Yeah, yeah, no, Harry. Probably was the real Mad-Eye Moody 
early in the morning, and mm. now it's not. I just think, if you think about it, it's Brendan Gleeson pretending to be David Tennant pretending to be Brendan Gleeson. <laughs> You're such a dork. <laughs> so, are you done? No, I have one oh, more. God, Katie. <laughs> I'm ready. You're sitting on something. One more. No, I'm really not. Oh. We see Moody ignore his pumpkin juice, Ooh. and instead he takes mm. a long drink from his hip flask. Mm. And Harry then notices that he's missing a leg, and in its place is a clawed wooden, clawed foot wooden leg. But what kind of claws? Like a chicken claw. A little kitty cat. <laughs> <laughs> I seriously just picture like three little prongs. <laughs> What if it was like a tiny little kitten paw? (laughs) But does Moody's leg have long talons? (laughs) (laughs) It's a buck beak claw. Ooh, buck beak. I would think it would be like, look like a dragon. Not as I thought big. you were going to say a giraffe. I don't know why. They don't have claws. No, they don't. No claws on those paws. Oh my gosh. What kind of claw? Now I'm done. I said cat and then nobody heard me. I laughed. Which then she said it. Oh, Dumbledore finally reveals what the secret thing everyone was kind of talking about before getting to school. So uh, Hogwarts will be hosting two schools for the Triwizard Tournament. What? What is that? You're joking, was uh, Fred's response. Doesn't he say that before he dies to Percy? Doesn't he say you're actually, you are joking, Percy, because Percy makes... Or he says something like that. Yeah, I think he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Way to bring down the podcast, Terry. So then Dumbledore gives a short example of what the tournament is, and he basically is like, for everyone that knows, sorry, but I'm going to explain it for everyone that doesn't. And so he says, <laughs> sorry, minus, does he cough like minus that? A cough. Does he have a cold? <clears throat> he says, know. the try was a it was the first establishment. <laughs> the Triwizard Tournament was first established some 700 years ago as a friendly competition between the three largest European <laughs> schools of wizardry, Hogwarts, Bobatons, and Durmstrang. A uh, champion was selected to represent each school, and the three champions competed in three magical tasks. <laughs> so many threes. <laughs> the schools took in took it in turns to host the tournament once every five years. That would have been two bells. Thank you. And it was generally agreed to be a most excellent way of establishing ties between young witches and wizards of different nationalities. Until, that is, the death toll mounted so high that the tournament was discontinued. How many are we talking? Cripes. I'm going to say at least 100, if not more. And in what Ooh. manner? Cripes. All kinds of manners. I want to know. Is that weird? I want to know, know how people oh. died. I want to know how many bodies there were. You're welcome. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to sing the Tarzan song. <laughs> I want to know. Can you show me? No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. So Hermione is shocked and alarmed by the death toll, but all the other students, like they, it's almost like they ignored that. They didn't really seem to care. They were more interested in the tournament and that the fact that they were, they, um, more so than the, if they were selected, they could die. I feel like if, so here's what I feel like. If Sarah is in the wizarding world, she's a pure blood. That's just what I feel. Oh, no, no, thanks. And so he's, so Hermione's like shocked by this. And, and this is Sarah to her friends at her table. Are you ready? <gasps> Who cares? <laughs> I would, I would a thousand percent be like, oh my God, I don't really care. 
What? Um, where's dessert? <laughs> That's literally you, though. <laughs> so... Um, we find out that they tried to reinstate the tournament over the years, but all of the other fail- attempts failed. So the British Ministry of Magic, Department of International Magical Cooperation. Say that five times fast. Yeah, really. Okay. And Magical <laughs> okay. Games and Sports had decided it was a good time for another attempt. So they have worked hard to make sure there are no casualties this time around. Well, that doesn't so, work out very well. Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh. Wasn't me, guys. Oh. <laughs> that was the Hufflepuff. So I I'm wanted salty. to see if there was like any more information because I don't want to talk too much about what we're going to be getting this year with yeah, the tournament. Yeah. I wanted to see more historical stuff. Yeah, there's sweet. not much out there. Oh man! Aww, but you got me all <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what I do know. So um, on Pottermore, there's an article about Bobatons, and in it it says. Um, Bobaton has always enjoyed a cordial relationship with Hogwarts, though there has been a healthy revival. Nope, it says rivalry <laughs> in international competitions such as the Triwizard Tournament, in which Bobatons has sixty-two wins to Hogwarts sixty-three. Oh, so I thought that was cool. Didn't know that. Um, and so there's a couple other because, like, I saw that on one thing. I'm like, where did they get that information from? On the wiki, you suddenly turn into the lady from Monsters Inc. <laughs> <laughs> no, Harriet. Oh. That she's person. a little she's a little harsher harriet is that's true um <laughs> and so on the harry potter.fandom.com they talk about how it's a um triwizard tournament was a magical contest between those three schools and we already know this there's always one champion three tasks judged typically by the headmasters and headmistresses of the competition why can't i read competing schools <laughs> so it's designed to test magical ability intelligence and courage um, the Cowardly Lion probably wouldn't do well. I don't know why that came into my head. <laughs> Sorry. That's like the second, <laughs> that's the second Wizard of Oz reference this episode. <laughs> Let's just call this Oz. Okay, mm. done. <laughs> Champions competed for the honor and glory of winning the tournament for the Triwizard Cup and monetary prize. The tournament was first held somewhere in the late 13th century. Um, Jeez, that's old. And then it says champions, um, they, it's known for being extremely dangerous. Champions have died while competing and was discontinued at some point in or after 1792 due to the high death toll. And then we know it was revived in 1994. That's a long gap. Yeah. 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 Well, when you're killing children. <laughs> Hunger Games. It, but And then it goes on to talk about... Um, due to the risks involved in overcoming extremely dangerous tasks... They, we know that it was discontinued. Um, there have been multiple attempts made to revive it. They weren't successful until 1994 to five-year school school year, despite a new set of rules that we're going to learn about. Um, we still know that someone died, unfortunately. Um, Spoiler. And it says that the Triwizard Tournament was held that was held in 1792. That one of the tasks involved reading is hard, people. <laughs> Catching a cockatrice, which we know. Isn't that one of the things that kills a basilisk or, or basilisk, like the Ooh, cry of a cockatrice, isn't it? I think so. I think you're right. You're looking at me like I'm strange. No, I think you're right. No, she's got a strange look on her face. Yes, Tiffany. Do, ha, how long do you think there was a gap after this year's? I don't Good know if they ever did it again. Question. I don't think they've done it again since then. Dear Joe. I hope they never do it again. I mean, yeah. I hope they do. Tiffany, people die. I mean, here's my thing. They should do it in a different way that, like, 
you can still make things challenging. I think I think with with magic, it's a little bit different because you have to up the stakes, but do it in a way where like no one's gonna die. Yeah. But in defense well, of this tournament, it wasn't the actual correct. cast that killed right. Cedric. It was Voldemort. The t- like, had it gone well, technically to it was Wormtail. Plan, it would have been fine. You're right. Right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. I think they did a great Dragons job. Dragons were a little much. Yeah, yeah, but like they had people there to intervene. You yeah. know? The Grindylows. If Charlie Weasley's there, everything's fine. Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Ed Sheeran's got you covered. He'll sing you a song. Sings the song, sounds like he's singing. <laughs> ooh, <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, and so I guess that we've known in seven, when they had the cockatrees, that um, they were supposed to catch it, How but it went on a that? rampage. Cockatrice. C O C K A T R I C. Got you. Um, and then all th- three school heads were injured. And then we know um, Nothing. that people died doing this stuff. So, so it's scary. Scary stuff. Oh, scary. Scary. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, you know, they uh, entered a tournament. There were things that happened. People died. And we're going to see what happens in the next one. End Ooh. of chapter. No, just kidding. The cockatrice is really crazy looking. Isn't it like um, a it's, couple of things in one? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a two-legged dragon or serpent-like creature with a rooster's head. Mm-hmm. A rooster. A two-legged dragon. It's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Again with the dragons. What did you say about the basilisk? I'm pretty it, sure. Isn't it just it. the... It, it can kill it, but it doesn't the, the rooster's the crow do it? Oh. It's just a rooster. There's something with a cockatrice and a basilisk, I promise you. The terms basilisk and cockatrice are often Trice. used interchangeably in modern translations of some legends, though obviously the two are different creatures in the Harry Potter universe. Hmm. Um, so the heads of the other schools would be arriving in October. Great with, month. Um, <laughs> nah. It's six months from a great month, or the greatest month, I would say. Anyway, <laughs> any hoosies. It's five months from the greatest month. Can we um, podcast? <laughs> so they're arriving in October with like a select few like they're not bringing all of their students with them because what's the point but then like who stays back yeah what if one of those were like the ones who are like uh yeah i don't want to (laughs) die yeah really um and so they're arriving they're arriving in october with some of the champions um and they're going to select they being the impartial judge will select the champions on halloween which is a very important day in uh, the potterverse Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it says that an impartial judge will decide which students are the most worthy to compete for the Tri-Wizard Cup, the glory of their school, and a thousand galleon personal prize money. That is a lot of cash. Yes. So then on Pottermore, I just, there's a, like, um, not a story so much about the Tri-Wizard Cup, but like a page, you know, like a fact file. Yeah. So it's a trophy rewarded to those who win the Triwizard Tournament. Um, I think people often get like, think that's the Goblet of Fire if they don't really know. Um, yeah. Mm. And, you know, the mm-hmm. Goblet of Fire mm-hmm. is the Goblet mm-hmm. of Fire. This mm-hmm. is the Triwizard Tournament Cup. Mm-hmm. Triwizard mm-hmm. Cup. Mm-hmm. So we know it's a trophy. It's, a reward, it's the reward part of it for the winner of the tournament. And uh, you get at the end of the third task. You can buy the Triwizard Cup. I have it. What do you? <laughs> Matt got it for. The light up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. Yeah. I think they're at Target right now. In oh, their little Potter, like, root, like in the home section. So if you want to feel like a champion, 
visit your Target. Of course. <laughs> the has it. I believe I've talked about all my trophies because I was too busy winning. Yeah. <laughs> Pottery Barn has like a fancy Triwizard Cup, I believe. I think um, that's like a light. Noble that's Collection light. as well. Yeah. And uh, I think Universal, we can get it there. <clears throat> How many cups do you need? All the cups. Um, so there's a couple more things on that page, but like they, there's a retrospective, which I don't want us to go into until we've actually like gotten into this yeah there's some stuff we can't i just think it's better to save it because i mean we're just we're not there yet yeah i agree um so then dumbledore tells everyone that is um decided essentially that he's like kind of makes a look it's a big paragraph i'm not going to read it Mm -hmm. that they're not going to let anyone under the age of 17 enter the tournament um and basically it's a waste of time for them to even like if you're under 17 don't waste your time trying to enter Mm -hmm. because like no one's going to be able to hoodwink the impartial judge into letting them enter um, and they says the committee believes that students below the sixth and seventh year will not be able to cope with the tasks, basically is what they say, yeah. which we will learn. Not true. Um, so obviously the Weasley twins and a lot of others were not pleased with this turn of events. That's like rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> So he then tells the students from the other, that the other, Wow. Oh, my Lord. You're going to be all right. He then tells them <laughs> the students from the other schools will be with them for most of the year, um, and that he knows that they will treat them with respect and such, and whomever the Hogwarts champion is will be wholeheartedly supported by the students, and then he sends them off to bed. Now, get out of here. <laughs> so Fred and George are not pleased, and they're scheming um, for a way to enter. And so they're going to be turning 17 in April anyways. It's close enough. And then I was like, by the way, their birthday's April 1st. April, um, Fool's, April Day. Fool's Day. Yep. There's and a lot of numbers here that are going undinged. Katie. You, you just, have the bell right in front of you. <laughs> you were just dinging, though. Katie. So all three Weasley dudes then think about all of that money because a thousand galleons is a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Um, so they're on their way to the dorms. They're kind of like talking about like who they think the impartial judge is like. Ooh, I wonder who it could be. This kind of it. And then, um, like, all Fred and George really need to do to fool the judge is a couple of drops of an aging potion. Um, even though, like, Dumbledore knows how old they are, but they, they're they like, well, he's not the one that decides who the champion will be. I mean, um, that's, that's valid, right? Yeah. 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 So then I decided to look up an aging potion. So it's a powerful potion which causes the drinker to temporarily become older. And so the more the potion is drunk, the larger the aging which occurs. Larger aging the what? Larger? Whatever. Um, so we know that Fred and George and Lee Jordan attempt to use it to enter the Triwizard Tournament when they're still underage. Um, and we're going to see later on that Dumbledore has drawn an age line and it doesn't work. <laughs> I want to let everyone know that Fozzie has brought two socks in. Oh, thank you, Fozzie. Freeing. Does two he have hops. Sophie too? Yes, Sophie. And socks. Dirty socks. Thank you for looking up the aging potion because I always wondered, like, like, if it was permanent, but it's separate. No, I don't think so. Maybe, like, the more you drink it, I would think. Yeah. The only um, known ingredients, and this is from the fandom.com as well, is Newt Spleens. uh, Poor Newt. Newt Scamanda. (laughs) It was only made once because he only got one spleen. (laughs) He grows them back. He got better. And so, like, we will find out too that they really only took one single drop because they only needed to increase their age by a few months, which I always thought was like interesting. But it's cool. And then they also have a page on the lexicon, 
And this is what it says. Aging potion causes a person drinking it to grow older. The more one drinks, the more one ages. <laughs> no way. Do you think it fades? <clears throat> or like they took that so they will permanently be that many months older always? No, I, I think it'll fade. Do yeah. you think the longer an aging potion stays in a bottle, does it get better with age? Oh. Maybe. Like a fine wine. Mm-hmm. Like mm. a fine wine. You're like a fine wine. Yeah, I am. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then Hermione makes an accurate and fair point. People have died. Sarah, that was years ago. <laughs> well, that's what Fred reminds her. <laughs> this is totally random, fun fact, but sure. did you know that Fred's name is in these books like significantly more than George's name is? Because she's going to get rid of him. To break There's also people that like the idea of Fred and Hermione together. There's a bunch oh, of I've seen that. Uh, well, firm. And why is that? <laughs> and why is that, Granger? <laughs> yeah, why is that such a popular pairing? I think because they're both like, sweet souls. Uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean She's they're not. Like, eh. I mean they they are. I didn't mean to say they're not. They are. Wow. I just don't see them. Matching well. Your snake is showing. I just want her to be with Ron. Oh my god. <laughs> so Fred um, and George plan to enter. They kind of like are asking Ron and he thinks maybe. And then there's Neville. Poor Neville, who says he bets his grand would want him to enter. Oh. And he goes, She's always going on about how I should be upholding the family honor, and then he gets cut off because he steps on the trick step. R.I.P. Trick Step in movies. I know. Let's do something funny to add in that's quick. Agreed. Let's Mm. just talk about poor Neville. Okay. Because, like, this is a bit of foreshadowing because uh, we see, like, family honor talks about his grandma again, and we don't really know what's happened to his parents yet. We'll find out at the end of the book. Um, But, like, the fact that he thinks his grandmother would want him to enter into a tournament that could kill him. It just makes me sad. I'm not a I just fan of her. I want to give him a hug. Just accept your grandson for who he is. He's literally the savior. I know. Without him, y'all would be gone. What, um, there's an article in her defense, right? Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. it's Unsung Hero, I think. I'm not about it. So when are we going to read that? I don't know. Never. Mm. I don't know. Maybe around whenever uh, McGonagall boosts him up. There you go. I think that's a good so, time to do yeah, it. Yeah, that's a good time. Um, they help him get up, like Ron and Harry, like hoist him up, mm-hmm. get him out of the step is like really important in this book too. It's really tricky because that's whenever like Harry gets stuck and almost mm-hmm. gets caught by Snape. It's but tricky to rock it. a step, to rock a step on time. That's right. It's tricky. <gasps> tricky, tricky, tricky. <laughs> now they're at the, uh, common room and the common room password is Balderdash. And I was like, let's look that up. Just to see if it meant anything. And it means... that I mean, I know the word means something. <laughs> but it means um, senseless talk or writing or nonsense. And I was like, AKA, their talk of entering the tournament is nonsense. Ooh. Yes. You talking nonsense, Honestly, man. Honestly, but they can't really, truly, in their heart of hearts, think that they could get past whatever... Oh, for sure has. they do. Come on. They think so. Why? They think that's they're just, all smart. All that and a bag of chips. <laughs> and a pickle. I have a bag of cookies. Okay. I like cookies. <laughs> I like turtles. <laughs> I love that kid. So, Hermione sees the crackling fire, gives it a dark look, saying goodnight to the boys, and mutters, slave labor, before heading to bed. She's salty. Yep. Um, 
And the boys then hunt up to their room. And so we're reminded, she kind of gives us a recap of what their room looks like. I thought I had a ring on my finger. What? Uh, Recap? (laughs) (laughs) So Seamus tacked his um, Ireland rosette to his headboard. And then Dean hung up a picture of Victor Crumb. Crumb. (laughs) Alongside a picture of West Ham football team. And Ron literally like looks at it and he literally says the word mental. Because he thinks it's mental that the players don't move in the That's picture. So, so then I was like, let's look it up. West Ham United FC. They're a football club. And they're based in Stratford, East London, England. They compete in the Premier League and the top tier of English football. Cool. And they were relocated to London Stadium in 2016. Cool. They're real people, obviously. Cool. Um, if you go to the studio tour, they have his posters for West Ham like hanging up next to his bed. Really? In the, in the common room. Yeah, it's really That's cool. That's awesome. I'll try and remember to post pictures of it because I took some. I like zoomed in. Awesome. I can't wait. But yeah, I thought that was cool. Looking up football. Not like American football, like soccer, American like literally soccer. Literally, your foot hits the ball. It does sometimes in football, American sometimes, football. Sometimes. When you're a kicker. And I'll kick her, sir. <laughs> I'll give her a hi-ya, and a hi-ya, and I'll kick her, sir. Name that movie. So Ron says out loud that he might go for it if Fred and George can figure out how to enter, um, and Harry doesn't really disagree with him. And then he thinks, and I'm going to read what he uh, thinks. So, <clears throat> well, first of all, he's like, suppose not, is what his response was to Ron. So Harry rolled over in bed, a series of dazzling new pictures forming in his mind's eye. Hmm. Is he a seer? Is he seeing these things? He had uh, hoodwinked the yes. impartial judge hmm. into believing he was 17. Hmm. He had become Hogwarts champion. Hmm. Hmm. He was standing on the grounds, his arms raised in triumph in front of the whole school, all of whom were applauding and screaming. Screaming <gasps> in a good way or bad. He had just won the Triwizard Tournament. Cho's face stood out particularly clearly in the blurred crowd, her face glowing with admiration. Harry grinned into his pillow, exceptionally glad that Ron couldn't see what he could. Tell me he's not. And I said, he ain't wrong. Tiffany, you're a seer, I'm on your side. You're a seer. Don't talk. You're not allowed to turn off the microphone. How can you unplug it? I didn't see that one coming. He has good premonition. Yeah. Well, isn't that seer. what a seer? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, he's not I a seer, know. but he can see things well. <laughs> like in the future. But like he's not a seer. We're, not, we're gonna talk I mean, about like, Quidditch, but this is not about Quidditch. <laughs> <laughs> he's know. a seer. I need it to happen again. He's a seer. Like, it's happened like a bajillion times. <laughs> happen again. It'll happen again, baby. This is only book four. Chapter twelve. <laughs> I need it to happen when it's definitely not Voldemort in his head. Well, <laughs> I think that let's consult some, Cursed Child next week. Well, hold on. I think in some type of way that he is always going to be in the back of his mind. But um, no, I'm like, serious. <laughs> not like not joking in not any like, way. Not like quarrel. serious black. <laughs> <laughs> not quite like quarrel, but just like. But that's what I mean. Like you know, I, I think that he lived with Voldemort for so long. <laughs> he lived with him. They were yeah. They, they were. I think that he can never. It's like PTSD. Mm. Like, have you ever seen that one where he gets like a cold and he gets like a like a stabbing migraine in his head and he thinks it's Voldemort and he's running in the middle of the street? Like, it's one of those like things. Oh yeah, yeah. No. That's the end of the chapter. <laughs> we're gonna talk about Mad Eye Moody next time. Who? Where did he really get that eye? And why do they call him Moody? P- 
patrons. Did the mother not hug them enough? We already have questions. questions. We have questions. But they should send us some too. Well, they won't. Okay. What's the function of a rubber duck? To have fun in the bathtub. <laughs> Done. Next one. <laughs> rubber ducky, you're the one. If you made the golden age line, what would you make happen if you tried to cross it and you're underage? I'd make him blast across the room. Farts that don't stop. <laughs> I thought you were going to say don't smell, and I was like, that's so, not a punishment. <laughs> they too would be blasted across the room. Correct. <laughs> Mine would make them shrink down to teeny tiny little sizes, and then they get put it in your like pocket. Like little leprechauns? And then you're that's l- rude. <laughs> what? Leprechauns rude? aren't teeny tiny small. What small are they? Small. Teeny, Listen, teeny, tiny, eaten, small. I've eaten Lucky Charms. I've seen those commercials. <laughs> and they are magically delicious. <laughs> the leprechauns and Darby O'Gill are pretty small. In what? Darby O'Gill. Darby O'Gill and, and the, the little, little people. people. I don't know what that is. It's a Disney movie. You should watch it. Bridget and owns it. I think I would have like their skin change color or something. Like you yeah. become like neon. Like <laughs> yeah, you'd like glow. <laughs> I would make them look like Cousin It. Oh, <laughs> that's good. That's good. I like it. All right, next. How good would a s'more be if it was roasted over the goblet of fire? It would be the perfect s'more for you. Like, whatever your perfect s'more I is, that's what it would be. It would be magical. Mm-hmm. Harry, did you grab marshmallow in the goblet of fire? <laughs> <laughs> I think that it would taste like fire. Okay. Taste magically delicious. I had would, something and it uh, just, like, left my head. I could tell. <laughs> it would taste like... Fire. Fire. <laughs> <laughs> what was I going to say? I think it would be the best freaking story oh. ever in. I was going to say, I think, oh, it, would, I think it would taste <laughs> like a winner. <laughs> it's a glass muffin. Ow. That s'more would be the breakfast of champions. Oh. oh. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> would you like some more winning? Always. How can I, I have some more win. if I haven't had any yet? So many trophies. No, would you like a s'more? <laughs> Next question. If you could choose champions only from Harry's year, who would they be? Neville. No. Heck yet. Yes. No, he's he would not blossom there yet. early. <laughs> year, year seven. He would, he would die. Yes. <laughs> he would. In fourth year, he would. <laughs> oh, my God. I've, I've killed, killed Harry Potter. Potter. That's his least favorite line. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. It is. We asked him when we met him. And isn't Steel it the City one that like, people always ask line. him to say or something? Yeah. yeah, often, yeah. What's isn't the it? other one he hated? There were the two. The one we asked him to sign. The one we asked him to write, which was... Yeah, you and whose army. He's oh, like, yeah, I thought yeah. that was so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I liked it, it. It was pretty dumb. But his movement. You and whose army. Also dumb. <laughs> <laughs> who, who would I pick in their year? Uh, okay. Do you think Dean would be able to do <laughs> Ooh, it? Ooh, Dean. Draco. Oh, I'm, why am I just thinking about Gryffindors? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, There's a lot yeah. more. Do you know why? Or you know the best. No, Drake. Ernie Mac, because he was mean to Harry Potter. <laughs> I thought you said Bernie Mac for a second, and I was like, nope. Hey, look. People don't know that. It's, it's Ernie, Ernie Mac. Mac, Hogwarts champion. You need to watch Puffs. I will. Leave. Next weekend, it's going to happen. I'm going to make you watch it because I have it on Netflix. I think it's Jay Finch because he's finching around. He'd be champing around. Get out Jay of here. Finch, finching around. Finching the halls, finching the Triwizard Tournament. <laughs> I'm finching winning this one. <laughs> what if it was Zach Smith? Oh, wait, that's not the same year. Alana is sleeping. <laughs> I think. Sorry. Alana. I think Cho Chang would be a good champion. She's not in this oh, year. Oh, she's not, not in this year. Dang. Yeah, she's a year ahead. 
Jenny. Oh, she's not. <laughs> You're failing Jenny. at this question. Ron, I think Ron would do really well. I agree. We should we need to just make him jam. think he took a Dumbledore or Felix and he'd be good to go. I'm gonna. All right, next. I'm gonna <laughs> see how my baby's doing. What creature would you put in the maze? A gringillo. A Tiffany. Ooh. She's very scary. A hungry Tiffany. Dude, I know that feeling. I'd put Iggy in there. He does have a red flag at the vet. I know, because he, he, he hissed one time. I'm sorry. You take me to the doctor and I don't feel good. I might hiss at you, too. Take do you think a doctor. Diddy Bear would do well in the No, movie? because Put he's a thermometer up there. He's going to hiss at you. <laughs> <laughs> um... Porgs. <laughs> Porgs. That'd be awesome. A Chewbacca. <laughs> He'd rip your arms off. I mean, he was in... That'd be a challenge. He was used to kill people anyway in his origin story. That's True. canon. That's a All good right, movie. All right, move on. What are some other ways you can cheat and add underage wizard wizards and witches' names to the Goblet of Fire? <laughs> can you have, like... So, Tiffany, if you didn't know, is way, way, way older than me. Like, super, so She's, like, old. way older than all of us. Crazy old. Y'all are liars. Just kidding. What are you, like, two years older than me? I don't know. How old are you? 27. Okay. Lies. That's a lie. That's a lie. <laughs> I think you're just two years. Regardless. So, say know. Tiffany's 17 at the time, and I think I would be 15. If Tiffany put my name in the Goblet of Fire, would it work? <laughs> Does it know the name on the piece of paper? Did well, Dumbledore ask Harry if yeah. he did that? Dumbledore asked, did you ask one of the older students to put it in for you? So, like, why wouldn't, like, why wouldn't, why wouldn't they do that? Yeah. Maybe like, they thought that was too like, easy. Like, realistically, Fry could have been snogging Angelina and be like, put my name in there. Right, right. I'm just saying. Fred and Angelina went to the Yule Ball together, and then Angelina married George. I would have Mrs. Norris put it in. <laughs> She was this, up. She, was this before or after she tied her tail in a knot because she's a polydactyl cat? I mean, I <laughs> she would, would climb she up to the like pause. This is my no, 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 no. This is Did my she thing. Write it on a piece of paper? Well, that's yeah. what I was gonna what say. Polydactyl cat. Yes. A pen. Listen, can I speak? No. She uses her thumbs. <laughs> hey, you. <laughs> to help her, you know, with that quill. Okay, you know, she takes a little slip of paper, shimmy, shimmy, shimmy. Wrap that tail on up so you don't fall. Boop. Place it in like this with thumb and index mm-hmm. finger. Yeah. <laughs> Untie think, that tail. Do you think right? she just walks on her hind legs like a human? Yes. Yeah. And then she's like, to everyone, probably yeah. me putting this in with my finger and my thumb. I wrote it because I'm polydactyl. I could do lots of things. I'm ambidextrous. But yeah. she would have. Left she, paw, right paw. Y'all don't know. She would have spelled it wrong. Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> When did you think of that one? <laughs> oh, a couple minutes ago. <laughs> was waiting. <laughs> waiting. Oh, jeez. And that's Harry H-A-I-R-Y. Okay, get out. <laughs> Why I are you looking at me? <laughs> oh. I agree with Tiffany. In case anybody was wondering on, about my stance on that. Next yeah. question. Which department would you want to work at at the ministry? I feel like we may have answered this before. We have. I just ate my microphone in accident. Eh. Unspeakable. I mean, Ooh. I'd be an, an, Educator, so. <laughs> but at the ministry, she'd be like, "Uh, uh-huh, I'd be at Hogwarts." No, I'd be teaching. like, I don't know. I'd work for the Daily Prophet, the head of Ooh, the education I like department. That I rule everyone at Hogwarts. I would lay out the Daily Prophet. What other schools would you want to be a part of the tournament? Definitely Wagadoo because it's the coolest one. 
Castello Bruno. Is that because the only one you know how to say? No, it's Cas- fun. <laughs> Castello Bruno. Ilvermorny. I know how to yeah. say that. Ilvermorny. I would say Clown College with Carl, and let me know if you know what I'm talking about. I'll know you're a real patron. And I'm like, I love patron. that Tiffany's staring at me. You were on that episode with me. Oh. I'm glad that you listened to me. <laughs> That's two times this episode you've said that to me. If there were tournaments like the Triwizard Tournament in Muggle schools, what would the tasks be? I imagine it would be like the little people games. (laughs) Did you go do little people games whenever you were in? Oh, like relay races and stuff. Yeah, like like you had to do like the potato sack and you hop whoever gets first, and then like the wheelbarrow race with two people, and you had to pick a partner. You never did that. The three legged race. I'm trying to think of what it was called. We had uh, yeah. um, what we had called? like things. I hate. I hated the running part, so I would do the other games. I only oh, like egg on my food. Oh, I hated it. There was one part. Oh, there was like a water balloon toss. Yeah. And every year, me and the same kid were always paired together, and every time he'd be like, "You better not drop it." I'm like, every year we like pretty much always won. I'm like, I've never dropped it. And then he dated my cousin. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, fun fact. God, yeah, I think it would called? be something like that. I think they. I think we called them like the Olympics or something. Ours were the little people games. Okay, last question. I have a I really think. quick answer for this one. Why don't they ask parental permission before people can compete in the Triwizard mm. Tournament? When they have to be seventeen, and they're adults in the Wizarding World at seventeen. Boom. Ooh. Answer. That's true. Over. That's true. That's true. true. Never mind. I'm not even going to finish. Because the they're seventeen. That's why is what it sounded like. Well, okay. I mean, they're adults. They're seventeen. Answer complete. Harry wasn't. How come his parents never said yes or no? They didn't ask his parents for permission. Do we want to ask a couple from Discord? Yep. People asked. But here's my question. What did they do back in the day when it didn't matter if they were not 17? Because that was a new rule. Mm, Maybe they didn't care. New rule, new school. Okay. Get out before the going gets good. What? (laughs) Do you think that the Creevy family resented magic? Because the family, because the boys went through so much and potentially both of them yes. maybe even died yeah, or think, at least I one. Think I think so. they resented oh, Harry Potter. I think they were done with it. <laughs> yeah, I can see them having a little bit. I mean, I bet they were stoked, kind of like Hermione's parents, like she said but, they were excited. But then after everything that happened. I mean, I think because no matter what, you always saw Colin Creevy be like, so he came back, like, you know what I mean? After that whole horrendous first year for him. And he was still like that upbeat... He loves magic, and I think that his parents saw in my mind. His parents saw that and yeah. embraced yeah, it. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, would a hippogriff taste like a horse or a bird? Well, we had hippogriff on our menu, didn't we? <laughs> For our wedding, yeah, yeah, it was chicken. It was chicken. Tastes like chicken. Hmm. I think it would taste more like a like a bird. Maybe like so, um so. like a duck. Okay. Greasy. Okay. Mm. I can get on board. I with enjoy that. a good duck. I mm, I need to have it cooked like by someone who's skilled. Well, yeah, I think of that with most of my food. I don't want someone <laughs> yeah. not skilled cooking me. This so is your what, first time. Great. <laughs> what I'm saying is, is like it has it to be good. Greasy. Yeah. 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 It can for sure. You know, what I thought the other day. I was like, "Have I had rabbit?" I literally had to stop and think, and I was like, "No, what? I've had rabbit." When when it's would horrific. I have? Isn't I think it? I have. Yes. I had it at a French restaurant. It was a long it. time ago, though. I like that anymore. one. Other than singing the Hogwarts song, how should they have represented themselves? They should have done a rap. Do it. Rap it. 
Hogwarts. Hogwarts, what you gonna do? <laughs> yo, 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 take it toe. I think we should have done something with the ghost. I know. I know that's why I said it. Yo, 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 take it toe. I got some dough stuck in my toe. <laughs> I don't like that. So I made it up. Great. You got like real mad at her. That's my original rant. No, it is. I made it up when I was in grade school. I think they should have done oh. something with the ghosts. Ooh. Like what? I don't know. Like that was spooky. Just, just like maybe you know, like how I, I kind of picture like in Sorcerer's Stone, like the movie, all of the ghosts just kind of like come flying in at the same time, and they're just kind of like showing off in front of the whole school. I feel like they should have done that for the. People who are there. Friar like can be like <laughs> with his little with the cup in his hand, and he's what, like halfway through the ground. What they should have done was been like, "Yo, Crumb, let's race," and Harry would have won. Basically, they should have taken Harry up there and been like, "Oh, prodigal son, <laughs> dude, he can't be killed." <laughs> boy who lived, you heard of him? We got him. The boy of lived. Wait, what? The boy of lived. <laughs> The boy who lived. The boy of life. Come to die. You will no longer be the girl that's oh, living. I hope she doesn't wake up. <laughs> You're going to put her back to sleep. Okay. Karma Harry, who's the better seeker? Um, Harry. I think Harry. Harry's very nimble. Crumb seems like he's... I feel like Harry's faster. I think that Ron would be the best seeker. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Is he a bad Quidditch player? No. Going off on a different I tangent. So. I think he just if he has confidence. the confidence. Yes. You no, know, but did you see that one? Yes. Someone posted and it was like they were playing two against two. So it was like Ron, Harry, oh, yeah. Jenny, and Harry, Hermione. Like, through shade. Yeah. And I was like, oh, maybe he's not that good of a player. Yeah, so Harry had Hermione. And she and wasn't Ginny. great, but Ginny had Ron, so and Ginny was no, very good. No, he said good. she was like terrible. She being Hermione was terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She doesn't like to fly. So it was, so it was evenly evenly matched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh. And we know Ginny uh, goes on to be a professional. So. Well, I mean, and Ron plays, but he, she, she, um, Hermione confunds whatever his name is. So. McClagan. McClagan. I was like, oh, that makes me sad. I think that he's good. He just needs confidence. That's what Isaiah said in the chat. All right. Do we want to move on to the fan story? <sighs> yes. Yeah. Okay. This is a long episode. This week's fan story comes from Laura Todd. Hello, wonderful Swish and Flick ladies. I have, I have loved listening to your podcast over the last few months and have even backtracked to listen to the earlier episodes while rereading the books. Oh, gosh. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I am a proud Gryffindor married oh, oh. to another Gryffindor oh, oh. with two Hufflepuff doggies. Oh, oh. Here is my fan story. Okay. I was never really into Harry Potter growing up like most of my generation that grew up with the books. I tried reading it and I just couldn't get into it. At the time, I was really into Lord of the Rings and was super pretentious boo. about Lord of the Rings being just better. Don't boo that. <laughs> because Tolkien created a whole culture and therefore was better than Harry Potter. Teenage logic. Yeah. Four years ago, I decided to give it another try and I got hooked. I read each book and then watched the movies and forever loved the series. Three years ago, my mother died very suddenly from cancer, and I was there with my father when she passed. It has been really difficult without my mother. I got married, and several grandchildren have been born since she passed, and my father is getting remarried in a few months to a woman that I really struggle to like. I returned back to this series recently for some comfort and have found much support in the books, especially around dealing with the loss of a parental figure Mm. and through your awesome Facebook group slash podcast. Even though I'm a newbie to the series, it has become one of my favorite series, and I'm working on planning a Harry Potter tattoo dedicated to my mother. 
um, at Deathly Hollows with the quote, the ones that love mm-hmm. us never really leave us. Great quote. To continue to keep my mother with me along with my first tattoo I got on the first anniversary of her passing. Mm-hmm. Sorry for this being so long. Don't ever apologize. Mm-hmm. But I really wanted to explain how much this series is helping me right now and how much I appreciate all the work you four ladies do to create this podcast and having this amazing community. By the way, I'm listening one, to one of your episodes while writing this. Thank you again and don't let the muggles get you down. Thank you, Laura. Thank you so much. I'm I sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry <laughs> for your loss. I'm glad that you have this community and just mm-hmm. the entire fandom to mm-hmm. lean on because that's you know that's a big chunk of why it's there. Um, and I'm glad that you found a way to like keep your mom like alive through that for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I also, love that. I, I, I don't hate Lord of the Rings, but. <laughs> I have this I have this vendetta mind. against it because it won all the awards when Harry Potter was up against it and I was like no Same. Harry Potter should win but thank you Laura for sharing your story and as always we are always and forever accepting Potter stories so mm-hmm. keep them coming yep thank you so much yeah thank you alright so you can find us on Facebook at Swish and Flick Podcast and on Twitter and Instagram at Swish Flick Cast. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search Swish and Flick Podcast. Um, and you can also join us on Patreon to gain access to the Felix Files and to gain access to our awesome Discord channel that we always have so much fun interacting with while we're recording. Um, that is patreon.com forward slash swish flick cast. And you can see everything that you get for each level and pick which one you would like to do. Uh, and thank you to all of our current patrons. We really appreciate it. Yes, we do. Yes, rock. And lastly, make sure that you go check out our website. It's swishflickcast.com, And that is where you can find all of the info about us and all of our merchandise. Yep. Mm-hmm. Tiff, what's up with you? Uh, I have a three day weekend. This is so. This will come out after President's Day. What a week after or something? Yeah, we'll be. We're going to be in New York. York. We'll be home from New York. We'll be home from New York. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I'm doing. Unless you're a patron. Yeah. (laughs) True. Um. Yeah. Just raising Alana, teaching the children. (laughs) Scary thoughts. (laughs) I uh, just sugared up. 21st graders and sent them home to their parents. It's amazing. <laughs> What'd you give them? Uh, there was a lot of fun dip involved. So just straight sugar. Oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's I love great. fun dip. It's disgusting now. I mean, like, I like the green apple one. It's a little tart. There's blue. A lot of blue. Oh, blue raspberry, mm-hmm. probably. Or, mm. Raspberry. Raspberry. Yeah, I don't know. Just loving my Marty and my Foos and my Alana. That's it. Oh, no. I'm going to start playing Majora's Mask again. I'm excited for you. Yes. On the 3DS. I'm going to play it on the 3DS. That means nothing to me. 3DS. I just found my DS. I played it. I started over Pokemon Moves. It has a a, uh, crossword puzzle. Crossword or (laughs) word search? You would. You would. I like word searches. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Which Pokemon game did you start over? Moon. Mm. Mm. Mm, stars. We're like mm. <laughs> planets. I like the universe. Earth. I like space. <laughs> Milky Way. Candy. Ooh, sure. yes, please. All right, that's that's what I'm doing. Cool. Um, yep. I okay. Make sure that you go and subscribe to Main Street Nine and Three Quarters for some vlogs from Katie and I. And new project of mine. I'm gonna start promoting my 
wedding invitation design. So if anybody what? wants some wedding invitations, you can follow me on Instagram at whimsy wedding what? design. This is new. Yeah. Whimsy wedding design. I haven't posted anything yet. There's nothing on there. Hopefully by the time this comes out, there will be something on there. But follow me and then uh, I'll post some cool pictures of invitations I've done. Like our own. Our own. Mm -hmm. And some friends that I've done, other ones that I've done for friends of friends and all that kind of stuff. So, And then the next step is making a website. So, yeah. I need to plug one of my all-time favorite Instagram accounts. It's called Raisin underscore Graham. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say, but you need to go follow it because it just brightens my day. <laughs> what? Yep. Raisin, Raisin underscore Graham. Graham. Do it. Okay. Your life will be changed. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm not doing much with my life. I'm traveling. I got my official vacations approval. Yeah. So I'm going to Napa. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited Ooh. in March. Uh, I'm like torn. I could have went. You still can. Yeah, but Alana. I want to be with Alana. It's not my spring break, so I could go, but I've never <coughs> been to California. It's I've never beautiful. been either. It's I'm nice. excited to take this off been? my list. Oh. I love it. So I just, I don't know. I just want to be with my baby girl. Yeah. Maybe, maybe next year. Um, and I'm just trying to figure out my schooling. Because I'm probably gonna officially go back, and it's stressful and scary, and yep. it's gonna be worth it's it. It's just gonna be me <clears throat> taking a break from all of life <laughs> to be a nurse. Yeah, it just is. We'll see. It's ugh. anxiety. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Last. Go ahead. Sorry, I didn't know if you were finished. Nope, I'm done. I don't do much with my life. Follow me at O'Malley. She watches my daughter. Not three O's, three H's. Three H's. (laughs) (laughs) O'Malley. O'Malley. I got my vacation approved for December. Katie and I are going back to Disney World. And Swish and Flick is going to try. You guys might have to go without me. I mean, if I have to, I go. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta get there. My thing is like, cause I already, I'll have three weeks. Mm. I already planned. If I got, I don't know officially if I got the last one, mm-hmm. but yeah, cause I'm going to Aruba and uh, traveling Aruba. a lot this year. I'm very excited going to new places. So to Bermuda, Bahama, come on, pretty mama. Key Largo, Montego, baby, why don't we go down to Cocomo? Okay. Oh my god, I can't wait to go to Disney World. All right. Is that all? That's all. For the greater good. (laughs) My guess. All right. Well, join us next time when we find out what each of the three H's in O'Malley actually mean. (laughs) You'll never know. I'll never tell you. That concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening, and don't let the muggles hit you down. (gasps) Amazing. Just in my voice. Danny DeVito did dumb deeds. <laughs> did you just make that up? Yep. <laughs> oh, Danny Let's make DeVito. A Danny DeVito for like the woodchuck chuck. So how many Danny? How many DeVitos? What a DeVito DeVito. DeVito DeVitos. How many Dannys would a DeVito DeVito? DeVito. Oh, DeVito. Hmm. I heard he vetoed the DeVito. How many DeVitos could you veto? Oh. Before you vetoed DeVito. Vetoed. Nope. Don't <laughs> Before you vetoed the DeVito. 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.